Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2090. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in New York City with a very special guest by the name of Maria Genacci. And you've got to say it just right. Wonderful Italian name. Hello, Maria. Welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? I sure am, Mark. I'm excited. We're going to have some fun today. You are a powerhouse lady. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Maria? I think the one thing would be that I played Division One college tennis. Really? Not many, yeah, Whoa. not many people know that. <laughs> wow, serious athlete as well. I mean, you've got quite a resume. Tennis is such a wonderful sport. I played a lot of it in junior high, high school, and college. And then I kind of, you know, life came along, family and everything, and I, I don't play anymore. I really wish I kept it up. Do you still play today? I still play. I wow. still play. I, I took time off for for years but i love it i it's um it's you know it's it's a it really is a great sport and it and it really taught me a lot uh, i played in high school and college importance of teamwork and leadership skills and goal setting how to achieve goals it it really is amazing and and i've always hired people um always looked to hire people who were athletes and played high school or college sports because i really think it's a good backbone yeah, it's great. Well, you've gotten involved with some sports and your listeners or you listeners are going to hear about this as I introduce Maria. So let's take off. Maria Janacci is the founder and CEO of the New York City Concours and the Fort Lauderdale Concours. She owns Maxim Creative Group and Maxim Sports Management and is known for her tenacity and determination to get the job done and to do it right. Maria has worked with a broad scope of clients with motorsports and the automotive sector in mind for managing the marketing and advertising for the Skip Barber Racing Organization, that's where I got my racing license, in the early 90s to undertaking, creating, and managing the massive venture of finding the next American Formula One champion, the Red Bull F1 driver search. So you're the one. Yeah. She created the initial branding for Major League Baseball's Florida Marlins, that went from being non-existent to becoming the World Series champions. Other brands she's worked with include Blockbuster Video, the Miami Dolphins, the Florida Panthers, Playboy, Ferrari North America, Porsche North America, Lime Rock Park, and many, many others. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with this, indeed, a powerhouse of a lady. But first, a word from our very loved sponsor, so give them a little listen, and we'll be right back. Buckle up. You know I've been an advocate for Covercraft products to protect my vehicles for decades. But did you know that they also offer you top quality products for your boats and watercraft? Covercraft puts their quality design, manufacturing, and fabrics into their full cover bimini tops, T-tops, boat lift covers, outboard motor covers, personal watercraft, and accessories. Protect your marine toys from damaging UV ray, and you'll get the same high-quality fit and finish you've come to know for your road vehicles for your watercraft. And I've got a great offer for you as well. As usual, use the code ya 21 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off, and you get some free shipping too. Simply use the code YEAH21 
at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you on the road and even on the water. Visit Covercraft.com today. I recently learned about Zengen after having Matt Spurlock as my guest here on Cars Yeah. It's an oil analysis kit that allowed me to sample my engine's oil and learn about its inner health with my own personalized and detailed Zengen report. It's only $39.95 and the shipping is free both ways. Your Zengen oil analysis costs less than an oil change. I ordered two sample kits and discovered their easy-to-use process took me less than five minutes to collect my vehicle sample and mail it back to their world-class labs. In only five days, Zengen sent me a link via email to my very own personalized Zengen score. My custom report measures 30 different data points, including contamination, metals, lubricants, additives, and a whole lot more. I was so relieved to learn that my vehicles, well, they're doing just fine. And I've got a deal for you. Go to ZengenScore.com and use the code CARSYEAH20 and you'll get 20% off your first two kits. What a deal. And this makes a great Father's Day gift as well. So get your dad his very own Zengen kit. Preventative knowledge and maintenance could save you or dad thousands of dollars and you'll rest better at night knowing that your Zengen score means your engine is in perfect condition. That's ZengenScore.com and use the code CARSYA20 today to get 20% off. Zengen, it'll put your mind at ease. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance, designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So Maria, let's dive a little deeper in the corner. My goodness, you have done a lot. How did you first start getting into this world of promotions and doing what you do. And then I want to dive a little deeper since we are talking about cars, yeah, into the New York City Concours and the Fort Lauderdale Concours. So take the wheel. I'll take the wheel. I grew up in an ad agency that my uncle owned in New York City. So that was always kind of my focus was I want to be in advertising and the creative side. And I owned an ad agency for many years and decided to pivot that career into producing classic car events because the kind of the digital world of advertising wasn't really my cup of tea. You know, when you come up old school, like in the, in the Mad Men days, (laughs) uh, you know, it's, it's a different world now. And, um, so 
I love the creative side of, of advertising, but also the business side and the psychological side. Why do people buy what they buy, the services, the products, and how to you know get them to, to buy your products? So it, it was always very fascinating business for me. I enjoyed every moment of it. And, and I, because of my love of cars, I, I always went after clients that were in either automotive or racing world. Are car, have cars always been something that you're really passionate about? Yeah. You know, my dad and my uncle were always wrenching cars when I was a little girl and they always had pretty exciting vehicles. And, and, you know, I got hooked at a very young age when they'd ask me to pass a tool to them or something, I'd say, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll pass you this tool, but show me what it does, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. um, so it, it got me into the car, into the, into cars and motorcycles. And, you know, it was, I, I wasn't one to play with dolls and I was usually in the garage with my dad or my uncle helping them out. And then my uncle owning the ad agency was just, I wanted, I wanted to be like him. So that was uh, important to have that, you know, in my life. Um, and it, it really shaped and molded me to, to do what I do today. So let's talk about these Concours events, the New York City Concours, Fort Lauderdale Concours. I'm going to start in New York City because that's where we are today. You know, I think in New York City, I don't really think of Concours events because you think of a lot of people in New York don't even have cars. Although when you go there, there's cars everywhere, of course, uh, just packed with cars. But you don't think of a Concours setting being there. Now, you could go up to Bridgehampton or somewhere out in the country and so forth. But Tell us more about the New York City Concours, how this came about, when it was started, and what somebody might expect to see when they attend. So the New York City Concours is on a rooftop in downtown Manhattan. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) At Pier 17, overlooking quintessential skyline of New York City, Brooklyn Bridge, all of the iconic buildings, Empire State Building, the Freedom Tower, the Chrysler Building, the Statue of Liberty. It's it's incredible. It's the view that you always want to see when you come to the greatest city in the world. And it just felt I'm a New Yorker. I was born here. I grew up here. I live here. And why don't we have a world-class concours in the greatest city in the world? So I set my sights on on doing that and making it unique and also interesting to attract a new younger tribe to our collector car world. It's very cool. Yes. As well as, you know, uh, kind of reinvigorating the, the established car collector to a new style of concours. You know, it's it's a judged beauty contest like them all, but we just made it a little bit more hip. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, listeners, if you go to the website and it's theconcournyc.com, you'll see a beautiful video on the opening page of the website. It's taking place September 17th this year. Uh, It's kind of an afternoon into the evening show, which makes it kind of different. Yes, the sunset is definitely part of the the show. There's no doubt. Well, it's wonderful. And you're going to have approximately, what, 50 very rare classic cars that'll be in the gallery? Yeah, okay. Very cool. And we also do uh, a curation of collectible sneakers to match the cars. What? Yes. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. It's a different, it's a 
a different approach, but the goal being to to bring in the new tribe to introduce them to our collector car world. And these collectors of sneakers are very similar to our car collectors. It's it's an interesting dynamic. Some of these sneakers are worth more than the cars, believe it or not. Oh, my gosh. But they have the same kind of background and design. Uh, there, There's a reason why certain sneakers are designed the way they are, just how cars are designed. It's kind of fascinating. I'm bringing these two collector groups together. And as you know, you know, if you're a collector of cars, you're usually collecting something else, whether it's watches or writing instruments or, you know, memorabilia, memorabilia, guitars, you know, but then sneakers. Well, that's a first. That's very, uh, that's very cool. You know, I, yeah, I think that's really neat. And you also have some other things going on. You could be having live music at the event, right? Yes, we have live music the entire time. The The New York City uh, venue is actually a live nation venue. Uh, it's a concert venue. So there's a stage. It's quite spectacular. Uh, so we have a band playing the entire time during the during the the early afternoon. I don't want to say it's mellow music, but it's lighter. It's, it's, you know, it's popular music. And then when the sun sets, it really turns into a party and the music amps up and, you know, the, the cars are the stars and, and people are admiring the cars and dancing and, you know, enjoying a cocktail. And, uh, it's, it's really quite a lovely, um, way to, bring the camaraderie of the car community together on a rooftop. This is a very different kind of event, which I love. You're going to have, or you have a fine art gallery there. You have what's called Zaddy Fashion. Share that with me. Yes. You. So we, yes, we, we have fine art as well as, uh, I I consider the cars a ga- an art gallery of cars. And we have this uh, fashion show that is all men. <laughs> and, really? Okay. And yes, yeah. So uh, it's another twist on uh, you know the fashion part of it that yeah. it it just uh, you know guys don't like to admit it, but they like to see how other guys dress. Sure. Yeah, we all want to. <laughs> you know, this is really cool because typically a, a lot of the shows I've been to, they do have, especially Italian shows like Concorso Italiano and others. They'll have women's fashion shows and and the idea there is that a lot of say men will come to car shows and they'll bring their friends or spouses or girlfriends or significant others and they're maybe not into cars so that might attract their attention but you just touched on an idea here which is pretty cool because yeah us guys we want to look good too and i'm like how come there aren't guy fashions here Yes. Here with me. So yes, but also women like to see men. Well, of course, you know, yeah. I, I'm. I really want to attract more women uh, to to the collector car world, and you know they want to see men. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Well, this is really cool, and and I'll, again, I'll put a link to the the website. They're very easy to find. Uh, the New York City Concord. Just Google that; it'll pop right up. You can learn everything about it. Again, it takes place seventeenth of September. Uh, this year, and it goes from 3 to 9 p.m. in, uh, of course, the most incredible city in the world, New York City. And the other event is the Fort Lauderdale Concourse. And now you're going from inner city to palm trees. Yes. And, uh, but there again, it looks like to me you're back on a rooftop. Am yes. I right? Back on a rooftop. <laughs> what is with you and rooftops? <laughs> well, you know, I have to say it, in in my quest to to kind of hippify 
the Concord model, you know, not doing it at a, in a park or on a golf course. There's something magical about rooftops. You know, views are lovely and um, it, it really adds to the experience. And, and that's what people want now. They want an experience. And not many people, you know, I've lived in, in New York my entire life. We are always looking for that view. You know, you, oh, you yeah. want the apartment with a view. Of course, you know, you, yeah. want, or you, you know all the spots where you can, you know, get a drink somewhere that you could or have dinner where you can see the view. So um, so we do that. We I found the quintessential location for the quintessential view of Fort Lauderdale, of the intercoastal waterway, the ocean, uh, the, the canals, the downtown section. It's just a, a beautiful. beautiful location. And the city of Fort Lauderdale has been absolutely amazing. It invited me down. Um, it was the only good thing I could say that came out of COVID. Oh. <laughs> <It was> ter- <laughs> yeah. Terrible COVID. But for me, it was... Um, we had to postpone New York, but Florida was open. Yep. And this, I have a connection with South Florida from the Marlins. Um, of course, and, yeah. yeah Heising, a days, and uh, and and they said we really want this. We really want this style of event in our city. And uh, so I went down um, and found this great, great rooftop and we uh had our first event last october we do it in collaboration with the fort lauderdale international boat show uh so our participants uh who show cars actually drop off their car for setup load in in the morning and we give them vip tickets to the boat show to hang out during the day and then they come back at four o'clock and the concourse ready to kick off into the evening and we end at 10 o'clock and and um it's really fantastic uh, show in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to be back again. They, uh, we will do an annual event there as well. I love it. This will take place on Friday, October 28th at the Las Olas Parking Garage there in Fort Lauderdale. Again, you can go to the website, uh, ftlconcord.com. Did I get all my letters in there? Yes, you did. There we get. All right. Awesome. I'll put links to that, of course, on Maria's show notes page here on the Carja website. I'd love to talk a bit about inspiration. I call these people in our lives driving inspirations, people that are key mentors, influential people that have helped us get to the places that we have arrived at. Is there somebody like that in your life? There absolutely, there's actually been many, but the main person was my uncle who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I grew up in his ad agency in the Mad Men days, and he uh, sent, I went off to college and he said, you will always have a job with me, but you should go and work at other places and take the opportunity to learn other aspects, how other people work. So y- you don't just know my way. And so I did that and I worked for, I knew I wanted to either work for him or, or start my own ad agency. So I worked for a printing company, a publishing company, an in-house ad agency, a couple of other ad agencies. And then I decided, decided to start my own agency and, um, and I went after, you know, I just lucked out from tennis. I had heard that Harold Solomon, who was a tennis player back in the, late 70s. He owned the largest franchise of budget rent-a-car. Oh, wow. And, and one of them was in South Florida. 
and I pitched the account telling him that I, you know, was fully in business with an office and equipment and staff, which I didn't have any of (laughs) that. And I pitched it basically on, you know, my love of tennis and I got awarded the account. Wow. And I had to open, open an office lickety split and which I did. And that, that was my first client. And, um, and then I, I, uh, I had heard that one of his sons wanted to be a race car driver. And I said, well, I'm, I could help you uh, figure out how to do that. Because back in the day, there's, and there still isn't a little league to help you, your kid, if you want to become a race car driver, if you want to play baseball or football, you know, there's a, get him a ball, take him to the park. So I got this, this kid involved at Skip Barber Racing School and ended up pitching the account for Skip Barber Racing <laughs> and the Barber Saab. Uh, pro series, which really got me into um, the motorsports world and automotive, and and Skip Barber, the man, was true is a mentor to me. I was a young girl with my new agency and very determined, with high intensity to be successful. And he gave me a chance, and he introduced me to a lot of people. And so he's another person who is very in, influential in my life, uh, second to um, my Uncle Frank. Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, you are now an alum, Cars yeah alumni with Skip Barber. He was guest number 460 back in uh, April of 2016. And so uh, now you're both uh, members of the Cars yeah team here. So that's kind of ah. a, a cool coincidence. And as I mentioned in your intro, uh, Skip Barber Racing School, Laguna Seca, is where I got my racing license. Ah, so pretty incredible. Nice. Of course, he's the president of Lime Rock Park. And uh, yeah, that's a whole yes, other story. That's a whole other yeah, <laughs> story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. Well, we're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors when we come back. I'd love to talk a little bit about a big challenge that taught you a great a lesson. So keep that in mind. Keep the seatbelts tight. And we'll be right back. You listeners know I've been into car care my entire life. I am so excited to team up with AutoGeek in 2022. AutoGeek.net has been a leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started in 1997 as a mail order catalog company has grown into a multi-website based e-commerce store that they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. AutoGeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries and its retail sector ships worldwide. Go to AutoGeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and their stellar technical support. AutoGeek.net. It's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. 
So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand-mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. So Maria, let's talk about this. Big obstacle, big challenge, big failure. Some point in time that you fell flat on your face, but you got up, dusted yourself off, which I think you're the kind of lady who does exactly that. And it taught you a really valuable lesson in life. So take us on a bit of a, maybe a rough ride. Well, I have to say that this, that is kind of, it's, this is the a tough question, but. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's called the challenge question. Right. It's a, it's a challenging question. I'm challenged. I'd have to say that probably, you know, I'm not going to go with the, you know, I'm a woman in a man's world because I'm sure you get a lot of that and then we're all sick of hearing it. But it's, I'd have to say that the biggest challenge was finding the sponsor for my driver search program. So I came up with the concept basically in reverse of when I was working for Nigel Mansell. The Nigel Mansell? The Nigel Mansell. Whoa. When he was Formula One world champion, and then he came to IndyCar, and I saw the fans follow him from Europe you know, to, to the, the States. And being in the paddock at IndyCar was madness when Nigel came over because it was quite a big deal that a you know, world champion came over at that in that time. But his story is quite amazing on how he made it into racing. And, and I thought, why can't, why don't our Americans go to F1 and get this kind of attention? What, what's the reason here? Why is this not happening? And with my background of working with the Skip Barber Racing Organization, I knew how hard it was for these up and coming drivers to make it in racing so I developed this program, the Red Bull, the, the F1 driver search program, and it took me seven years to find the sponsor, which was Red Bull. But in those seven years, it was grueling. Now, I owned my ad agency and I had other clients, and but this was my focus. This was what I spent most of my time on. Um, and I knocked on many, many doors and nobody in the States understood F1 or the importance of finding funding and nurturing American talent to go to Europe. 
and hone their skills and, and make it to F1. And and everybody told me I was crazy, including my accountant and my <laughs> my lawyer. And, and I wouldn't give up. And it was, there were, you know, many, many a times where people were in my ear saying, drop it, drop it, drop it. And I wouldn't do it. I sacrificed a lot financially so that I could get this program off the ground. And then I was in Europe and I I saw Red Bull on the Sauber team. And I thought, you know what? I read somewhere that this product is going to come to the States. So the yeah. timing actually <laughs> worked out there. Yeah, yeah. And I just cold called Dietrich Matzeschitz, who's the owner of Red Bull. And I had a handshake deal within a week and we were off and running for Holy the uh, cow. Yeah. I mean, you're incredible. You know, this is really cool. You think about Mansell, I think he competed in 94 at the Indianapolis, Indianapolis 500 after coming over here in the cart indie world championships. And then I think he went back to F1 for a bit with Williams and yes. McLaren, but that is an incredible story. And you think about Red Bull now, powerhouse <laughs> yeah. that team yes. is. And I've been watching that series on Netflix about Formula One and you look at the, you know, Red Bull team and Christian Horner and I mean, just, you know, the, the, the guys that Max Verstappen and all these guys that run with Red Bull and what a powerhouse that whole thing is. It's absolutely mind boggling, but it's so cool to be talking to somebody who, was in the background of all this stuff. And it yeah, was, yeah, it was really, wow. it was really an incredible opportunity. So my whole concept with the driver search was to uh, build an, an all-American Formula One team, and that's what Dietrich Matzeschitz wanted to do. And he had me involved, very involved, when he was looking to buy an F1 team. And and he was very focused at it being American and to put the American talent in the team. But when we couldn't find American engine, we couldn't really make it American. He decided it would compromise the the concept. Uh, one thing that I love about him is, you know, you do it right or you don't do it at all. So he ended up buying minority <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh but but he took me along with him when he went to look at teams we went to tom walkinshaw to look at orange arrows it, it was quite a fascinating time in my career i chose not to work with the red bull f1 team i i stayed with the driver search program and and you know i owned an ad agency i had a commitment to yeah you know be in the states yeah. yes um, but it was really a very cool time in my career and, um, a, you know, a, a lot of great, uh, lessons were learned from how to, you know, conduct yourself in business, how to, you know, it, it, Red Bull gets a lot of, um, you know, actually the driver search got, got a lot of negative press because they thought Red Bull were taking advantage of these kids and stuff. And it was just so not the case. They gave so many drivers opportunities that they would never have had um it was an incredible program i enjoyed every minute of it i i actually would love to do another one sounds fantastic uh, wow what a story so i want to talk about a special vehicle in your life is there one vehicle that stands out for you as being very special yes there sure is i kind of um, thought so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my uncle he's a big big part of my life he had a um 
when I was a little girl, he had a 1959 Aston Martin DB24 Mark III. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous car. And um, when I was a little girl, I couldn't wait to hear that car pull up. And, you know, we lived in Manhattan in a, you know, in a building and we could hear that, you know, a couple of blocks away. <laughs> coming, I, can, oh, coming I can only imagine it must look like a foreign UFO driving through the streets. Yeah. Of, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was a big deal. I would run out. I was four years old. I'll never forget it. I, I would run down to the sidewalk and jump in it and ask him to let me drive it. And then he always said, you know, when you can reach the pedals, (laughs) you can drive it. And, and every time I saw him in that car, I'd jump in to see if I reached the pedals, you know? Um, and eventually I did. And he taught me how to drive in that car. No. Oh man. You're too cool for school. (laughs) My friend. I mean, wow. How many people can say they learned how to drive a car in New York city in that Yes, yes. Nobody, I don't think. Yeah, you're like the only one. So, oh my goodness, this is so much fun. Well, I'm going to crawl in your head and things are going to get even more crazy here. I'm going to be your car psychologist. If you were reincarnated as a vehicle, manifest as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be. This is looking at the woman in the mirror, who you really are deep down inside. Okay, get the box of tissues out here. What, What kind of vehicle would you be or what vehicle would you be? But more importantly, Maria, why? Well, this was, this is a real tough one, I have to tell you. But bizarrely, I have always kind of resonated with um, the Alpha 33 Stradale. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> now we're getting even more wild and crazy. The Alpha 33 Stradale. Okay. What a car. So, what, obviously, you're, you're Italian. So, yeah, Italian. But the, um, supercars and and I do sometimes feel like I have superpowers but (laughs) I think it's the lines I think it's the sensuous lines I I think I really wish my body looked like that well it's a (laughs) it is probably one of the sexiest most beautiful cars ever produced and you just don't see them very often I, I think I've maybe seen one twice maybe three times usually during car week at Pebble Beach I I mean it's just oh man yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a, it's a it's a gorgeous gorgeous uh sensuous lines of that car is amazing. Yeah. It's just Franco so, Scaglioni was Scaglioni. the designer of that car. Uh, yeah, it's just oh man. Yeah, it's just awesome. Just Alpha made some incredible cars that most people nowadays that don't know car world, they think of Alphas as the cars of the 60s. And even the 70s. And then you think about, you know, new Alfa Romeos. But those cars from the 30s and 40s, even into the 50s, were just spectacular. And I've got a picture of you sitting in a very special Alfa on your Cars Yes show notes page that you listeners need to go to my website and check out. Tell me about that car. Yeah, that's a that's a a six C. That's a gorgeous. I yeah, think that no I think kidding. it's a nineteen thirty three was the year. Uh, um, it is spectacular. And when the owner of that car let me sit in it, I was absolutely thrilled. Yeah, um, no kidding. Yeah, you have yeah. a big smile on your face. That's yes, I do. Like, yeah, I had. Yeah, I had, I couldn't wipe that smile off. Yeah, my face. it's one of those cars you don't want to get out of. You just want to turn the key and drive away. So, oh my gosh. So let's talk about a great book you might recommend to our listeners today that they would really either learn a lot from or really enjoy. Well, I'd have to say 
I, you know, I could go with car books or I could go with my favorite book. My favorite book is Catcher in the Rye. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just love, I love the, the message of that book, but I think in, you know, keeping in the car theme here, Nigel Mansell's autobiography is incredible because it really is a story of his struggle to get into the racing world and how he transitioned it to triumph. It's really quite a great read because he raced with, you know, some of the best in the world in F1, you know, including Senna and Prost. So it it's a it's a fantastic book. Of course, you know, I have a place in my heart for for Nigel because I worked with him and we're, we're very good friends with him. And also another book that I absolutely love and I I really recommend is Chris Economaki's um, book Let Em All Go. This is a book from a man who was there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he wrote about his experiences. He was everywhere in motorsport in all disciplines and I think the history of our sport of racing is important and really knowing a lot of what happened in the past, it really shapes the future. And, and I, I think that gets lost on, on younger people, but I really enjoyed uh, Chris's book. I knew we were very good friends. I met Chris when I was working for Nigel and um, I'll never forget the day I met him. He walked in the room and he said, I heard Mansell hired abroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Different times, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nowadays you'd be, you know, hashtag me too. But I loved this guy. Chris was amazing and super knowledgeable and and it's his book is fantastic. So uh yeah. Wow, you've hung with some cool some cool dudes. That's pretty neat. Ah, I love it. Well, I'm going to enable you to go on what I call the ultimate drive. I'm going to provide you with any car in the world that you can take on a drive with anybody. And this could be somebody living or somebody who's passed. And you can be driving anywhere. So I'm going to open my big checkbook because I have a feeling you're not going to be a cheap date, Maria. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What does the ultimate drive look like for you? Well, I'll tell you, I'm probably going to shock you with this one. because I love it. uh, It would be with the Dalai Lama. Oh, okay. Yes, and it and it and the vehicle would be his 1966 Land Rover. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I would definitely be driving because I am the world's worst passenger. Okay, but I, I've actually had the opportunity to meet the Dalai Lama, so. Uh, I, I, and of course there's never enough time when you meet somebody like that. that. So, you know, I would, I would continue the conversation about, you know, the, the Buddhist philosophy and loving kindness and gratitude and, and which is very important to me and in my life, uh, and, and to be able to mix the two worlds of Buddhism and cars, I don't think there could be anything better than that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think so either. And boy, the world, the world could sure use a lot more love and kindness and uh, that's for sure. caring for each other. But that is a very unique answer to that question. Uh, I kind of, after this point of talking with you today, I kind of expected something a little wild and crazy. So 
<laughs> yeah, very, very cool. I think that would be pretty, pretty neat. You know, there's a book. I don't know if you've ever read this book, but you brought it to mind. The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Yes, it's a fantastic book. I love <laughs> yeah. that book. Yeah, yeah, that came to mind when you mentioned that. So yeah, I read that on a trip to Hawaii once my wife bought it for me. She's always trying to buy me things that are not business book related because that's pretty much all I ever read. But she's trying to say, hey, loosen up, you need something different. And this had the word Ferrari in it. So I think you might like it. So, <laughs> and I did. Yeah, it was a great book. Well, you've taken us on a wonderful ride today, Maria. I am so thrilled, honored, and happy to have spent this time with you, shared an amazing life you've created for yourself. I'll make sure to put links to the car shows that we've talked about today on Maria's show notes page. Definitely sounds like the New York City Concours and the Fort Lauderdale Concours are the kind of things that Cars Yow listeners would love to do. Before I let you go, would you share maybe a success quote, a mantra, or some words of inspiration for our listeners as if you haven't already been very inspiring? <laughs> uh, I would say it's just um, what's worked for me is to stay present and focused and really be in the moment because uh, life is a hell of a lot more enjoyable when you're experiencing it, yes. you know? Yeah. And, and have gratitude. That's, mm, yeah. that's, uh, that's what makes me tick. I tell you, I've learned many lessons talking with so many people over the years here at Cars, yeah. And one of the things I've learned is that the is the importance of gratitude. And of course, always my listeners know this, giving back to others and helping others uh, achieve their goals, which is something that your career path is what you do, is help others be successful. So you've really dialed into the secret sauce to life, haven't you? Well, that's it's you make it sound easy. No, well, yeah, I know it's not, but but you know it's important for people out there listening to understand that those simple attributes of having gratitude and giving back that really is all it takes. If you can build a career around that, like Maria has, you're gonna have a pretty darn nice life. Well, thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you very much. How can people learn more about you? Well, I guess it would be. Uh the website of the Concord in New York, uh, what is it? VNYCConcord.com. <laughs> see, see, you yes. got too many letters in there. I even tripped you up a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, definitely. And uh, FTL, FTLConcord.com. And uh, there is a little, on the on the Fort Lauderdale Concord website, there is a page that, that it has a little bit about me on it. I don't normally do that, but in this day and age, it's... Uh, well, good marketing. It is, you know, it's about uh, the people behind the events, um, which I've never thought of it that way ever. But, you know, uh, it, when I post some, if I post a car on my social media, I get some likes. If I post me looking at the car on social media, I get a zillion likes, there which you go. I'm very uncomfortable with, to be honest with you. But <laughs> well, that's what the world is like now. So we got to kind of go with the flow. So, uh, well, I'll give you a different perspective, I think, here. And that is what you said earlier. People like to know who the people are that are involved. One of the things I do when I go to websites is I always go to the about page because I want to learn about the the company. And when they don't have any people present in the about it makes me very uncomfortable because i think who are the people behind this brand the brand is cool 
but I'd like to know about the people story. Now, maybe that's me because Karsh has all about that, right? But yes, I think yes. that's why that has proven to be successful. So I think that's a good marketing tool to use. Maria, thank you for being so generous today with your time and sharing an incredible life story you've had and for sharing these wonderful Concours events for us car fanatics to attend. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Mark, this has been incredible. I am a big fan of your podcast, and I'm honored, very honored to be included. And uh, I look forward to meeting you in person. Absolutely. You'll have to come to one of the concours or both. I think that would be fun. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!